0: Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are and whatever part of the day you're in. Sure to appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. Let me bend your ear for a little bit. Hopefully it gets you through part of your day whatever that is, laundry or dishes or cleaning or cooking, changing diapers, driving up and down the road, conference period, lunch period, working on fence, riding across the pasture somewhere. Hopefully it helps our country just a little bit. Not a lot on homestead days are getting shorter still and uh, not a lot to do until we start to get ready again for the spring garden and hopefully we will do a better job of fighting off the rodents and the deer and keeping tricks alive if we get some in the spring. <laughs> Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast, the people that listen to it, be with them and their families. Guide them, bless them, protect them, surround them with your angels. Guide our nation back to you, Father. Help us to remember where our success and our greatness, our security, our protection, where they come from, that it's you, Father. Not the strength of our own arms or intelligence of our minds, but you and our relationship with you. Show us what to do. Show us how to turn back to you. How to get our country back centered on you, Father. Because we... uh, we seem to be struggling with that pretty hard these days. Guide us in all we do, Lord. God, my there. your son's name we pray. Amen. So we're going to go into Christmas. Mm. And there's a lot of different uh, Ways that we look at Christmas each year on the podcast. We spend a good bit of time in some of the messages and comments from presidents. I've got a couple of those lined up already. Sometimes we just look at the Christmas story out of the Bible and, you know, in, in a sense, this podcast All year round, it's about Christmas uh, and our relationship as a nation with Jesus Christ and God. And so I, I was having an interesting conversation. A good friend of mine lost their mother recently. And if you have lost somebody, I think we talked about this recently on the podcast, if you've lost somebody really close to you, One of the questions you often get year after year, at least for a while around the time of their death is, are you, are you okay? Are you doing okay today? Are you doing okay right now? And it always struck me as odd because it's not like you only lost that person right on that day or right around that day. You know, they're, they're gone all the time. And we were talking about that. He was really struggling with the holidays and and not having his mom around, even though she didn't pass near the holidays. And, and that's kind of what I told him, and it, and it kind of parallels with our relationship with Christ. You know, we have Christmas, and it's a wonderful season, phenomenal season. And it, it, it brings so many memories for so many of us hopefully most of them good i know some of y'all do not have good memories about christmas but but that relationship with god and jesus christ individually and as a nation it ought to be throughout the entire year i mean that's the goal is to is to carry that feeling that we get at christmas of that of that closeness with god and jesus christ throughout the entire year right I mean, can you imagine that if, if you could take those feelings, not associated with stores or toys or gifts, but associated with that, that closeness with God and Jesus Christ and stretch that throughout the whole year, what a difference that would make in our personal lives, our marriages, our families, our country. It'd be unbelievable. So at any rate, the, the, Podcast is kind of Christmas all year long, right? (laughs) In a sense We're gonna get into one or two of FDR's Christmas messages from the 30s today Uh, But one of the reasons we kind of start there and this is an interesting little bit of history. There's a Paper A post on the wall builders organization wallbuilders.com that I talk about so often that does a real good job of explaining this and it also has a lot of great history uh, about how presidents past presidents celebrated Christmas but the reason we start really getting these Christmas messages Christmas proclamations in the 20th century, is because Christmas was a holiday. Uh, it was a celebration for our forefathers, but nothing like we have today. And there was a reason for it. And it's it's ironic because you'll see those of y'all that <laughs> those of y'all that are paying attention, uh, and I know most of y'all that are listening to the podcast are. You'll see the parallel and their reasoning very quickly. So a lot of the people that came over, the pilgrims and those after them even, uh, one of the things that they really didn't like, one of the reasons they didn't make a huge set-aside celebration for Christmas is because they felt that in Europe it had gotten too opulent, too much of a party much about things other than Jesus Christ. And so it was, it was a day where they would have a good meal often, according to what I've read, but it was a day that, that often they would still work on Christmas. It was a time to be around family for sure, a time to celebrate, but not anything like the way that we do it today. And it, it wasn't a national holiday until I think eighteen seventy I want to say maybe it was Grant that did it, so right after the Civil war and and so that's just a real interesting bit of history you You would have some people on the left folks that would love to point to that and say see we're, we weren't a Christian nation. we didn't even celebrate christian Christ, or Christmas until Uh, 1870, and then we didn't even really start the messages until the 20th century, uh, when the, actually, as so often is the case with the left, the exact opposite is the truth. We didn't have Christmas as a national holiday because our ancestors revered God and Jesus Christ so much that they felt like Christmas had turned into debauchery in Europe. And you understand why I made the comment that I did now a while ago. If you look around America at our stores, the fact that we have stores that start to sell, well, some stores that sell Christmas all year long, but some stores that start to sell Christmas in July or August or September, it has become less and less about Jesus Christ, which I'm sure you all have heard people say this all the time, but isn't that ironic? And if we get to it, I can't remember which one from FDR today we'll talk. He, he makes a statement about this specifically, but we have made Christmas into something it can't be. I mean, obviously it can in one sense because we've made it that, but not successfully, right? It's like saying, you know, there we can have an America without God. That's the way we're going. But it's going to be a monstrous, tyrannical, evil country like the world has never seen without God. We can have Christmas without Jesus Christ, but it becomes something gross and twisted and flat and empty, and then we can't figure out why we can't hold on to those feelings anymore, because now we're concerned with things, money, presents, Santa, Frosty the Snowman, which, by the way, I'm a big fan of Santa Claus and Frosty. So, but uh, y'all get the idea. So we're going to go in. Let's see which one we will start based on date. How about that? And so we're going to start from, this is FDR's message from 1933. Actually, I think it's the better of the, of the two that we're gonna to read today. Uh, Christmas greeting to the nation, December 24th, 1933. We in the nation's capital are gathered around this symbolic tree celebrating the coming of Christmas. In spirit, we join with millions of others, men and women and children throughout our own land and in other countries and continents in happy and reverent observance of the spirit of christmas for me and my family it is the happiest of christmases to many thousands of you who have thought of me and have sent me greetings and i hope all of you are hearing my voice i want to tell you how profoundly grateful i am if it were within my power so to do i would personally thank each and every one of you for your remembrance of me but there are so many thousands of you that that happy task is impossible even more greatly my happiness springs from the deep conviction that this year marks a greater national understanding of the significance in our modern lives of the teachings of him whose birth we celebrate to more and more of us the words thou shalt love thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself have taken on a meaning that is showing itself and proving itself in our purposes and daily lives. May the practice of that high ideal grow in us all in the year to come. I give you and send you one and all, old and young, a Merry Christmas and a truly happy New Year. And so for now, and for always. God bless us, everyone." Last little quote for those of y'all that know it, right? From Dickens, Tiny Tim, God bless us, everyone. That's that's a great quote, it makes you smile. Uh, So two huge things here. Uh, One, you see when he says reverent in the first paragraph, right? This is a holiday that, yeah, we ought to be excited about. Yes, we ought to celebrate. There's nothing wrong with food and family, uh, presents, uh, decorations. But what's the point? What's the attitude of our heart? What's our our desire and our goal? What's the the driving purpose in these celebrations? Is it because we want to get presents? Is it because we want Good deals at the store? Is it because we want other people to see how prettily decorated our house is on the inside or the out? You know, what's what's our driving force? Are we really celebrating Jesus Christ? Are we reverent at all? Do we even take any time in our homes? to talk about God and Jesus Christ throughout the season. And of course, then it begs the question, do we do it on a regular basis, period? Later on, and this is this was the year that I was referring to earlier, he says, a greater national understanding of the significance in our modern lives of the teachings of him whose birth we celebrate. You, you can't really celebrate Christmas, folks, if you're not going to celebrate Jesus Christ. You can celebrate something, right? But it's not Christmas. It, it's kind of like, <laughs> I, well, I won't throw them under the bus, but I've, a number of people have told me. You can claim Uh, You can have a party. You can find uh, a person that calls themselves a pastor or a priest or something and have two men claim to get married or two women claim to get married. Uh, And you can claim that all you want, but it's never going to be a marriage. And we can talk about celebrating Christmas all we want, but if our main Goal: if the center of that celebration isn't celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Not just some great prophet, like Islam tries to claim, and not just a good teacher like so many others, but who he really was, who he claimed to be, which is the Son of God. If we're not gonna celebrate that, then we're not really celebrating Christmas. And he quotes, obviously, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, right? Which is the second great command of Jesus Christ. And what's the first? The first is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your soul. And so you, you can see real easily just in this one address why our founders might not have been so eager to celebrate Christmas if they left a place that had turned it into just one big party. And, you know, we're going to go through and read. Well, we'll go ahead. We've got one more today I'm going to read. Let's spend a little bit of time because we're going to read some more Christmas messages from FDR Uh, We're going to read a little bit of his own writings, which we do from time to time anyway. They kind of give an idea about his personal belief as far as uh, God and Jesus Christ. See how much time we have left. Yeah, I think we've got enough. We'll see. This is December 24th, 1934, Christmas greeting to the nation. This is the second year that I have joined with you on this happy occasion. Then, as now with millions of others, we celebrate the happy observance of Christmas. The year toward which we looked, then with anticipation and hope, has passed. We have seen fulfilled many things that a year ago were only hopes. Our human life thus goes on. From Anticipation and Hope to Fulfillment. This year again we are entitled to new hopes and new anticipations. For those who can hear but not see this gathering, let me explain that here before us in the park in front of the White House is the monument of a man who will live forever as the embodiment of courage, Andrew Jackson. His was a long, long life in the public service distinguished at all times by a chivalrous meeting of problems and difficulties that attended that service a fast belief in people and a profound love for them his patriotism was unstained and unafraid carved sorry carved into that monument is his expression of the necessity for union That message grows in importance with the years. We're about done, folks. I'll I'll come back and finish it up tomorrow. This is a decent place to stop anyway because we could talk. You notice that FDR here talks when he's talking about Andrew Jackson. uh, He talks specifically about patriotism in a positive light, right? Unstained and unafraid and and the necessity for union and how this message grows in importance with the years it's two things that i talk about every so often on this podcast folks the the idea that you hear a lot of people who claim to be patriots of secession we didn't our, our forefathers didn't spill blood and tears and, and give away loved ones wars so that we could just throw away part of the union and the other thing is anybody that tells you that patriotism is a, is a bad virtue today that being proud of being an american is something to be ashamed of today you're not the one that needs to be ashamed folks the person telling you that is we'll come back to this god bless y'all God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.